You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. Well, good afternoon, and uh, welcome back to Our Two Cents. <laughs> you guys always well, give me a hard time with my openings. It's okay. That, that, that was good. Was, that wasn't afternoon. such a good it's, afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Well, I, I was trying to think of some new way to start no. kick things off instead of hello, hello, I think I will say. But anyway, I'm still working on that. <laughs> That's my radio do show the, personality. I like the hello, hello. Hello, do the, hello. Do hello, Well, hello, hello everybody. Yeah, I think I, that was it, right? That's the one I missed. Got to really uh, deepen the, the vocal cords there. Um, but <laughs> hello and uh, welcome back to Our Two Cents. I've got, of course, Trent and Steve here joining me, Gabriel Lewitt. And we're going to talk about uh, items and strategies and tips and ideas and things that you can use to be wiser, smarter, make more money, save more money, and uh, live a greater financial life. Did you guys miss me last week? Of course. I bet yeah, the man. listeners it, did. There was an empty hall. I bet. We got a flood of commentary saying, Where's Where's Where did he go? Where is he was it? on the beach. Yeah, so <laughs> you had a good time? It was awesome. Yeah, my grandparents, you know, they get to see the grandkids. Catch any my dad. Big, big fish? Uh, we caught some catfish off of his dock. Oh, we didn't go out, but um, that's about as good as we did. But kids yeah. got to see grandparents? That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the best they part. Like that. What did you, one week a year. What did you shoot? So I played uh, 27 holes on one day. Jeez. I shot 80. The first 18, and then even on par the on 20, the last nine. On 27 holes? Did you, did you hear nine. that, folks? Even par on the last That's nine. Right. I finally kept the driver in the bag, and that stop, was it. Stop yep. bragging. That's, yeah. That's yeah. not nice. I was excited to be back. <laughs> Well, guys, we've got a good show for you today, and uh, the topics we're going to cover, and I think we've got some good ones here today. We've got uh, Susie Orman's in the news, so Ooh. she did an interview, and uh, we'll, we agree and disagree with some of the things, but she's got some big money no-nos, and we're going to cover some of these here today, and I think there's some, some pretty good fodder in there. Uh, we're going to cover, we, we actually have questions uh, from um, listeners that actually were about reverse mortgages. And so we're going to talk about reverse mortgages we here today. We had a couple, I think. Yeah, right? so instead of mm -hmm. just one particular person we're going to answer, we're just going to talk about reverse mortgages here today and cover some of the basics. We're going to talk about 26 legitimate ways, but we're not going to cover all 26 on the call here, or not call the show here today, um, on some ways to make some side gig money, whether you're pre-retired and just want more money, or you're retired and you want something else to do and want to put a few more bucks in your pocket. I like it. I like that. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about some problems with Aretha Franklin's uh, legacy planning, some updates that just came out there. I have some thoughts on that. As well as uh, Ford designing, Ford's designing a very creepy uh, delivery robot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that one when we Ooh. get there. Um, so let's talk about Susie. Uh, so Susie, some people love her. My sister is actually a, a huge Susie Orman fan and a Dave Ramsey fan. It's like sh she's a big personal finance guru fan. Hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, so she's got some good ideas. She's got some some things that we don't agree with here as we go through. And I'm curious what you guys think. And so obviously we can't go through all of these. That would take pretty pretty much the entire show. Yeah, there's 21. Uh, but there. let's cover a couple of these. And I, I thought some of these jumped out at me. And so one of hers, number two on her list is, uh, and guys, if you want the whole list, you just got to go to our website, probably where you're listening to the podcast here, and you can click on the articles and you can get the entire uh, 22 items here. But Number two is don't lease a car. And Susie, uh, I would agree with you on that one. Yeah, I've never leased a car, so I agree with I'm that a, too. I'm a changed man. <laughs> yeah, he's a changed man because you've been I, leasing cars I have. up until... Yeah, up until very recently, actually. Right. Uh, my last car, I did switch from leasing to purchasing. And then we'll talk about you know some of the reasons there. Actually, one of the other items on her list 
I think it's later on is, um, you know, and I agree with that one is don't buy things to impress other people. Mm. And oftentimes when people lease cars, they want the newest car. And sometimes it's for, they, they like, that was the reason I bought cars, uh, lease them. I always wanted the new car because I really like cars. Me. That's me. Every three you years, know, one of my, I get tired of a car. Yeah, I agree. Plus we get the bride off in the business here. Yeah. So. You know, so there was some advantages for us, but recently I switched over just because, and here's the reason why, guys, I found a really, really phenomenal deal on a used car and I couldn't pass it up. I mean, it was almost in brand spanking new condition, three years old, certified pre-owned, uh, looked like it was just the first mile driven off the lot, and it was over half the price of the car brand new. And uh, that's the idea. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you so should see this car. It's, it's awesome. beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. So, cool. so if you find a really, really good car and it's used, you can get some significant value there. And that's kind of the idea. So I, I actually do agree with Susie. But on the other hand, if you really love brand new cars and you got the money for it, yeah. um, go, nothing, go wrong, for it. nothing yeah. wrong with leasing. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the lease deals are really very, very good. Yeah. yeah. But they are lease deals. deals. You build no equity. Right. It's like you're renting a car. Yep. yep. That's exactly what she says in here, too. Yeah. So skipping uh, to number four, and you guys, if you have some favorites, feel free to shout them out. But number four said, don't take Social Security too soon. And my take on this is I disagree. I agree. I disagree. I and disagree I agree with, with you it. and disagree with this. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so Susie, one of her, I actually will talk about her at some of the workshops that we host about how her advice is always, pretty much always to wait till 70 and again, I, through planning and through client meetings, time and time again, I find examples where this is not, I think, the best advice. And you hear it a lot. You hear a lot of guys. There's, a, you know, uh, Tom Hegna, for example, somebody you may have heard talk about, uh, yeah. income for life mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he just talks about, you know, if you take an example of somebody that would get $1,000 at full retirement age, take it at 62, it's 750. Take it at 70, it's 1320. And he always says, 750, 1320. Well, the point is, which, where can you afford? That's really what we have to That's what the point of planning is. And, really. and how long are you going to live? Right. I mean, it takes nine agree. years or nine and a half years to break even from the money you lost by not taking it. So during that nine years, uh, you know, if you unfortunately don't live that long, uh, it was a bad deal. Yeah. It, well, and, and again, I've had so many examples where when I run the numbers and you start later at 70, it is worse, you know, bottom line, net final number than taking it earlier. So That's because you exhausted so many yeah. assets while you were waiting. Yeah. And so, so my default answer is always see it in your plan, run it in your plan, yep. run various scenarios. Um, don't listen to default advice like Susie and other people say, always wait till Well, it, it's in a bubble. There, yeah. There's no always in financial no, planning. True. Nope. true. And I think that's the lesson is that if someone says always do it this way, probably not accurate. Well, yeah, and it doesn't say this in this article. Her other phrase is 70 is the new 60, which I also disagree with. <laughs> but um, – yeah, f- for another time. No, now why would you disagree, say, disagree his with his eyes uh, lit up? Actually, the seventy table. is the new fifty. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, now, <laughs> from our resident. Uh, guys have more no mature, res- no more res- mature planner here. No respect. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Here, next one here, number five. Don't sell stocks when markets are bad. I love this. That's I a good one. Agree with this That's one. That's a good one. Yeah. And she talks about how when markets do go down, and, and guys, inevitably markets are going to go down. We're probably at a point where in the near future markets might go down, and depending where you're at in your planning and your investing, in fact, that could be a very good opportunity to buy, because you're buying at such a discount, and we know that recoveries things go up. So if you have opportunities to buy when the market is low, if you're still saving for retirement, again, you don't want to take too much risk, and but you certainly don't want to sell when markets go down because now, now you're crossing into market timing. 
mm-hmm. and that's where people get you know they lose their shorts mm-hmm. in timing the markets. Yeah, because their emotions take over. Yep. And that's a big yeah, it problem. becomes an emotional yep. investment, which for the market is a is not a great way to approach <laughs> the market. Yeah, I like the next one, uh, Gabriel. Which is don't put blind faith in a financial advisor. <laughs> I agree right? with that too. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, 100% I would, you know, agree. a lot of people do. Uh, we have a rule here that if you don't un- understand something, folks, you can't, you cannot do it. Yep. And if uh, it doesn't give you more peace of mind, you cannot do it. And, and if we, it's and not we, in your plan, yeah. You know, we also have a process that gives you the opportunity to get to know us and really ask us your questions and feel like you can start to understand our process more, so that you're not just again giving us your money with blind faith. Uh, you know, we're really trying to show you the value that we provide as holistic planners. And give you that opportunity to really get to feel for uh, what exactly. we like. Yep. No, I would add on to that. Don't put your blind faith in any financial guru like, <laughs> like the one we're li- yeah. talking about Susie here. Susie Orman oh, and Dave yeah. Ramsey and yeah. the guy that yells at you Kramer. on TV. Yeah. Kramer, the guy on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So, so guys, there's tons of other ones here. I don't know. You know, obviously we can't go through here and there's, there's many others here. Um, I think it's a good list though. In general, I like a lot of the things that Susie talks about because mostly what she's talking about is stuff that causes you to think and save more money and invest better. And those are all good things. And so, um, I don't agree with everything she says. And we talked about some of those here, but I, I do think there's some pretty good nuggets of wisdom in here and, uh, and feel free to download that article and, and take a look, see at all of them. So yeah, um, cool. now one thing that was actually in her article, we didn't cover it, was uh, about taking reverse mortgages. And, and as we said, we had some listener questions asking about reverse mortgages. And so let's talk about those. And you guys, reverse mortgages, complicated product. Okay. Also something that some people like and some yep. people dislike. A lot of misinformation about them. Yeah. There's a lot of information out there. They were older when they revised them a yeah. few years ago. Yep. So they're a little better, but there's a lot of uh, myths out there that you're going to lose your house and they're going to take it away from you and you can't sell it and it's mm-hmm. giving away your property. Well, None of those are true. And, and, and quick right. disclaimer here, we don't sell reverse mortgages, right. okay? Yeah. We're not mortgage brokers. We make no compensation on mor- reverse mortgages or mortgages <laughs> if we ever recommend those. Um, but it is and can be a useful tool in retirement planning for a few, I think, very important reasons. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not just if you're poor. Um, which is something right. another big misconception. People say, "Well, I've got, I've got, you know, five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. Why do, I, why do I need a reverse mortgage?" Yeah, there are new designs. That, Trent, do you want to take this? What is a reverse? How does it work? So basically, it's just a, a loan that you can take um, that allows you to use the equity in your house uh, as collateral for the loan, right? And that you can do them, structure them a few different ways. You can get a line of credit mm-hmm. um, using that. You can take it for one time tenure, payment. tenure for life. Yeah. You know, you there's can get all different payments. ways to use it. Payments so, for individual items. You know, so my house, my house is going to pay the mortgage. Correct. Amount. Yeah. Yep. Out, so of the when, e- out of the equity. Correct. Yeah. And then so it doesn't is, come out of my pocket. That's right. And then right. When, when you no longer live in the home, you have to pay back. Yeah. I, I think what would be good, you know, so just to give a primer on these and maybe in future uh, shows, we can dive deeper into the nuances and the, the terms and everything like that. But I mean, the benefit of reverse mortgage is number one. Well, let's say you need income and your house, house rich and cash poor. And we do encounter clients that are like this, Lots, and they yeah. and they say, "Well, I'm struggling. I don't have enough investable assets, and they're sitting on a four hundred thousand dollar, three hundred thousand dollar asset, money in the bricks, um, that they don't want to or didn't realize that they can touch." Mm-hmm. 
And so that's the number one thing. You're freeing up an asset that you can now spend, okay? And what's some other good advantages of this asset compared to other assets is there's no market risk in a reverse mortgage asset. So it's that pool of money is there for you. And if you can have it there um, as a line of credit, like you mentioned, or you can have it be a set paycheck for life. Right. Um, so or you, you can use it to build a fund to use for long-term care expenses in the future. That's what a lot of wealthy people do. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, build, they, build, they take a reverse mortgage, the money's sitting there, they're not charged any interest for it, but it builds, it compounds every year, right. four or five percent. That's what I was just gonna say to you, there's yeah. a fixed rate of interest, and it's actually yeah. pretty good. Um, I just, you know, I don't, we don't sell them, so I'm not exactly sure what it is today, yeah. but I know it's somewhere in the fives uh, right now. It's guaranteed compound on that value, yeah. so that's pretty neat. So, so I, and maybe just to clarify what we're what you guys are talking about, because I think some some listeners may not know for sure, but uh, you, you can take the reverse mortgage. You, you take it, but you're not actually pulling the money out. Correct. You're That's getting right. what's called a line of credit is what you guys are talking about that increases so that if and when you do need it. So I think it might get, have gotten confused with interest that people are being charged. Yeah, no, no, oh, not no. A, no, interest. So I want to make that, sure that, that we clarify that. Yeah, that, that bucket of credit, that line of it's, credit it's, is actually earning. Yes, yeah. and, and it's a line of credit that you haven't necessarily tapped yet. It's just what's available for and you. And then when you tap it, you don't pay it back out of your pocket right. so the, the right. house pays it yep. and that's that's the beauty of it yeah. the negative is that it's still guys it's still an expensive proposition mm -hmm. right. to set up yeah they're not the cheapest in the yep. world the upfront costs um are yep. now talking on the flip side right because everything's got pros and cons also you know there's a lot of negative connotation out there you know that you lose your house no and the truth is is you know you of course can live in your house as long as you're there um, all the bank cares about is that if and when you pass away, or I should say when, at some point we will. We or, all you, will or you sell your house. Uh, or, you, you know, say they want that loan repaid. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not necessarily a great idea if you're thinking about moving in the really near term. It's usually if you know you are going to be in a house. You love the, your house. Love you your want house. to live there the rest yeah. of your yeah. life. Uh, but the other key is that let's say you sell your house. Let's say you pass away and your kids sell the house and it's underwater or maybe they can't sell the house or they can't repay the loan out of the proceeds, that house goes back to the bank. The yeah. bank has insurance against that. Your kids don't yeah. have to pay it right. back. So, not, you, yeah. so you can't get underwater. You can't That's get right. underwater. Yeah. So there are some pretty neat parts of a reverse mortgage. Got to be very careful. Got to go yeah. through an education yeah. program to a, buy one. Yeah, another, right. an, That's, That's another interesting. good use for it is if you, we talked about that line of credit. If you have that and then the markets are down, and we talked about Susie, you know, Susie uh -huh. says don't sell when the market's down, just to riff off of that. You can actually pull from this uh, line of credit. What yeah. do, why are you shaking your head? What, well, they don't want you to do that. No, that's what it's, what do you mean? <laughs> to invest from the line of credit? No, not invest in the market. I'm oh, saying if I, you thought, need, oh. I thought you're investing no. from the mar line of credit no, 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 in no, the you, market. No, you don't do that. So guys, yeah, one of the things you want to watch out for are, are I'll call them unsavory people. S salespeople. Salespeople that they tell you to take out a reverse mortgage and then they try to get you to invest those proceeds in other products. That's not what this is intended to be. What I was saying is right. let's say you need um, 20000 a year for income. 
okay? And the market is down. You have 2008, you lose 40% in your market. Don't sell your stocks. You can actually for pull. Income. For income. For income, right. yeah. Take you it out pull, of your line of from credit. from your line yeah. of credit. Got it, where got you, it. To allow your stocks enough time to recover. Well done. So, yeah. so there's some interesting plays here. And guys, <laughs> if this is an, a topic that you're interested in, and again, even if you're wealthy, these can be really good tools to free up additional income for you to spend, especially if you're one of the many, many clients we have that don't want to leave any money for their kids. Gosh, it's not the, like, I don't know if it, that's not the case. I, mean, I don't know if you word it as they don't, don't want to leave money. They just they'll leave whatever's left. Whatever's basically. left. If they just nothing, don't want to leave anything it, yeah, left. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> they well, want to spend their last dime. Right? Well, but if there's one left, that's okay. Their time. I love it. Yeah. Well, so 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 that's the other thing. Why do you, uh, let me talk about this? And I, I want to just get real here on this because a lot of times people won't spend their money because they think they need it there in case of a rainy day, so they don't spend it. And so they do leave it to their kids. However, they could take out this home equity line of credit, uh, not home equity line of credit, reverse mortgage line of credit and have it there, spend the other money that they have with then more confidence that if they still need access to some emergency money, they still have it there. So, and then if they never tap into that uh, line of credit, then they're still passing their house to their kids just like they were before. Just some interesting uses for it. And uh, something that I, I think the message is: don't write it off just because you've heard bad things about yeah, right. it. Always yeah. look at stuff, you know. Get get to understand it. Educate yourself, even because you could hear bad things about from anybody about anything. So take a look at it. Reverse mortgages, and if come if come on in. We know we know how they work and what they work. And then if it's suitable, we can set you up with somebody yep. who will really yeah. take you through the process. Yep. Yeah. So so interesting really ideas there, and guys, uh, good points on, on a number of fronts. Yeah, I apologize for misreading you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> very very important. Yes. I'm glad. Super super. You, you're shaking your head at me. I'm like, I, what, what am I, I saying? I could wrong? see the SEC coming through the door <laughs> no. over here and saying, "What did he say?" Breaking no, down no, the glass door. What did Definitely what did he yeah. tell them to do with that money? <laughs> well, uh, interesting transition here. So let's say you don't want to tap into the equity in your house. Uh, let's look at some 26 ways by Nerd Wallet that you can generate some additional side cash in retirement. Yeah, so a bunch of side, uh, a lot of side hustles. Yeah, some, in here. some side hustles here that uh, that you can participate in. And uh, a couple of these, I think, are pretty interesting. And uh, even things you can do, whether you're pre-retired, whether you're at retirement age. I was looking for something to do on Saturdays, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> num- number one. No, nothing really. Fl- I don't no. want to drive you. Okay, Uber. let me. R- I'll rattle through some of these just okay, to get the, uh, the, the juices flowing. Number one, sell your gently used clothes. Mm. Number two, trade in old phones and electronics for cash. You can do that. Um, I like this one actually. If you live in the city, especially, you can rent out a unused parking spot for cash. That's so, actually, it's yeah. a big one. Yeah, oh, part, people do that. A lot of people do yeah. that. Spot Hero. There's all these different things where on apps, and you can make thirty, forty bucks a pop, and you don't have to do anything. And uh, that's easy. That's an easy one. I like that. Um, <laughs> you just have to have the spot. That's, yeah, that's you got to have the spot. Part, if yeah. you like, uh, and if you live in like the rural America, you know, uh, you're probably not in high demand for your parking <laughs> spot, unfortunately. They can probably take the one next year. Yeah, yeah, probably. So <laughs> maybe I'll do uh, deliveries for Amazon yeah. and Uber Eats. Uh, what, yeah. what, do they, what do they make? I what don't do you know. think? I have no idea. 10 bucks an hour maybe they're, then they're finally allowing you to tip on those too maybe a little yeah. bit here well there. hey if you like driving of course there's uber and lyft you know if you like sitting in your car i i don't i hate sitting around in a car so that wouldn't be a good part-time gig um if you like dogs and animals you can be, there's now on-demand dog walking apps because so most of these a lot of these it's called the uh, gig economy um these are all gigs right that people can do mostly due to technology and apps on phones 
making all of this so accessible. Um, another one, if you don't mind, like let's say you have a, uh, you know, your house, you've got an extra room and you're lonely, you can... You can rent your room <laughs> on Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a little weird. Some people do that. Um, wouldn't be my cup of tea. Uh, I'm not sure I'd, I'd stay there. <laughs> can, can you can guys, put a whole house guys, on guys, Airbnb. Can, do these really work? These do. People I mean, do here's just yeah. sell unused gift cards. Well, that's, uh, a, that's a real thing. They'll give you thing. pennies in the dollar for them. Yeah, your your uh, your your mom gives you a uh, Gap gift card, and you don't wear Gap or something, so you can sell it. Yeah, you might have a fifty. Yeah, but you somebody will I pay mean, you forty. You might for make it. a few bucks, but that's not like <laughs> earning money. Yeah. Well, here's one I actually think is a really good one. If you're, let's say you're retired and you're a handy individual. Now that's not me, but I actually know about this one in real life. My wife's brother is very handy. And he actually does this, but you can assemble stuff on demand through Amazon. So they ship, you know, furniture, um, dressers, things thing? like. Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Amazon Mechan- mechanical oh, or something. But but so and then all they do is they pay you to go to somebody's house and assemble something, and people tip you. I mean, it's actually a pretty cool side gig. And he actually had a lot of good experience with it. And if you're, you know, um, handy, oh, it's, it's a pretty cool way to get jobs without having to find them. So I, I like that one a lot. I think that's a really, really good one. Also, if uh, I like that one. if you're technology driven, you can test websites and apps, and people will pay you. That's mm. more. Up, to, that's more your just speed. To, just to click on things and yeah. test things out and see what they're like. What is Etsy, guys? What uh, sell your oh, wares on? That's if Etsy. you're crafty. You never bought anything on oh, Etsy. No, no. Like little uh, like nameplates. Yeah, everybody has little, be- little beads and things. Yeah, yeah little doilies. paintings and bracelets and necklaces. Doilies, yeah. Do- you don't know what a doily is. Even uh, Joe's so laughing over here. With a little, little paper. Joe, thing do you know done? what a doily is? You don't know what a doily is? Come on, guys. Maybe that's. Uh, I bought some things on Etsy for my yeah, kids. Yeah, Etsy is nice. Yeah. What's a Twitch channel? My, <laughs> that's, my, oh, that's you're really getting in. That's the. Yeah. What is that? Literally, there are people out there who will, and most of it's for gaming. Yeah. But there are kids now that are being paid lots and lots of money to play video games on live stream all day long, and kids will watch them. All day long on their Twitch channel. Really? So then, yeah. I got to get my son to do that. Oh, not the, not Gabriel. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, Lucas. Yeah, well, no, maybe no, I should no, get no, you to not, do that. Not me. <laughs> that's not my. I, okay, last one. Then we'll switch gears. Uh, become a mystery shopper. How cool would that be? Oh, I'd love I think that. that would I'd be a lot of fun. That. Uh, or like a f- like a yeah like a food critic or something. I don't know how you get a food critic job. I could job. do that. That'd be just really go around. I usually I just <laughs> I usually just try to find someone of my friends that need a room painted in their house, and I go yeah. over and yeah, there you go. That's about it. But that uh, there you go. So it there, wasn't in the list. Yeah, there are many. So there's 26 ways here, guys. Lots of ways you can get some uh, side cash, and um, you know if you want a couple extra hundred bucks yeah, a month. I'm not buying it. A lot of hype. Wow. Well, I find I I've tried. I'm, look, I'm gonna look into that. I've tried to thing. sell furniture on uh, whatever it is and Facebook Marketplace. I tried market that too. Play. I couldn't get it sold. I mean, yeah. I can't. I couldn't well, even get anyone give, to you, come. You gotta pretty much give it away, otherwise people. Yeah, buy it. I mean, it's like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> so let's talk about you know leave, leave the money, uh, estate plan, a little estate planning here. And here is an interesting one. So this was an update to Aretha Franklin, who passed away. I think it was last year. Um, yeah, it last was, year. Yeah. And uh, just some uh, uh, some updates from what's happening is they finally found her, what apparently three wills, three handwritten handwritten wills. wills. So one, of, did you know, one of them was underneath a couch cushion. Mm-hmm. Right? I, well, that's where you along always with the well, couch. Well, it, was a, your will. it was in a notebook, and it along was underneath with the inheritance of a couple quarters. And then there was 
two that were found in a locked drawer that they finally unearthed mm-hmm. the key from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. So part of me is wondering, you know, like if I had if Aretha, if I was one of her kids or great, could you just write a letter, stuff well, it under the couch cushions, and well, say, "Look what I found"? Maybe I probably. <laughs> I well, mean, that's what I was thinking. There's like, fraud in this kind of stuff, I'm oh sure. But the point was, her her attorney was emphasizing over and over and over to get a will. Uh, at least a will professionally done, if not a trust. And and we have these stories right there called famous estate planning failures. And, you know, there's this example after example of really wealthy, famous people uh, that have lots of money and they're leaving this to probate to just this get fought over one. by their so family members. Just, just so we're, I mean, if she died last year and they're still going through the process right now. And now they're unearthing these. It's going to take it even longer mm-hmm. to go through. So had she have had one, it might be done already. Yeah, I mean, how long can this how long can this drag on, right? right. Where you know you're not able to get this resolved, and that's one of the advantages of uh, trusts, especially everything is named or named beneficiaries right. on accounts. Um, but people are trying to; they're now trying to. F- also, the other big thing that's so important is if you don't have all your stuff, you know, documents, legal, estate planning, et cetera, in places where you're your beneficiaries can find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susie yeah. Orman will sell you a gold box where you can stick all those documents <laughs> in it. Uh, I mean, we help our clients get organized online portals. You know, we have estate planning organizers, yeah. legacy planning questionnaires. You know, this this stuff is, you know, don't wait for this because, um, you know, it's easy to procrastinate on, but it, it's so important. So what do you I guys think? think? Do you think handwritten wills are going to hold up in court? Mm. I don't. They might. It depends well, on. It didn't it depends say on when they, didn't it say you're being contested, but right? A will can, a will can be contested, yeah. whereas yeah. a trust can't. Did she have any money? Was she Most, wealthy, or did she spend so, it all? Where they're having a hard time is with all of her gowns and things that she wore. Uh, it must concerts. be very valuable, and, right? And then all the she owned a bunch of property, so homes and different land right. and all that stuff that right. they can't right. figure and out. And that makes it even to. more complex. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and, and what this is saying here now, this is a guy that commented in the article, and it looks like he has his own will and trust. Uh, app called Tomorrow, which I've never heard of that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, never have either. Um, but there's there's places you can go to create wills and trusts. But you know, basically, he was talking about how she has music and publishing rights or other kind of like things that last long term. Right. Those right. can be real tricky. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, royalties, and royalties, so, oh things God. like that. I didn't even so, think about that. so those are some of the challenging ones. I mean. Guys like me and you, we probably don't have music royalties. Not yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet to worry about. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just one of those things that goes to show uh, it's good to have a plan and, and have these things in place. Cool. Yeah. All right. Rounding out uh, today, uh, we're going to give you just a quick update on a, uh, a teal walking robot delivery. Uh, delivery robot oh my God. created by okay. Ford. I, t- I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. Remember I said UPS and FedEx have these robots that will mm-hmm. deliver packages? Well, here's a picture of one. This is weird. Well, we talked about the Walmart robots the, yeah. uh, the other right, day. Right, the Maybe, Walmart. And then, uh, yeah. Hopefully, if you like tech stuff, uh, you'll I'll be interested. I love this. But this one, apparently, they're worried that you know people don't want to walk out to their uh, doorstep to pick up packages or to the <laughs> end of the driveway. So now they're going to have this robot get off the uh, trucks and walk up to your front door and deliver it for you. 
That's so cool. Isn't that cool? It's kind of creepy looking. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, well, has, yeah, I bet he has, has a nice... Like, uh, does it, like it only arrive... Does it only come stuff? during the day so I'm not freaked out at the mechanized robot coming up to my door in the <laughs> middle of the night? It's got the red eyeballs. <laughs> 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 the red, I wonder what his face eyeballs. looks it's like. It doesn't, it doesn't making those robot sounds. Just like you know, a camera or something those, on the front. That's what it looks those like. Those mechanical whirring noises that dark coming up to your doorstep. Right. I read a comment on one of the articles like, I hope they made it bulletproof. Right. Someone's going to shoot. People are going to be shooting at this robot. Hey, we can do uh, uh, robot delivery of a financial plan. How does it, is that a good uh, business plan? Um, I don't. I prefer if people use humans like us. I think you know, so. Maybe I think so. Maybe that's better. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Definitely. I think. Did it have a name? I think it was Digit. 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 Anyway, so it was talking about how there's all these other robots that do different things, and so I don't know. I just think it's kind of cool. I, I this is the wave do, of the do future. You, do you? Because I, I got a little negative note. From I think you. it's very cool, but I wish they made it look more like normal. It's kind of weird looking, like though. a smiley face. Do you remember the movie that? Robot with Will Smith and yeah. all that? That was or a, whatever a that was. Great robot movie. Or something? Great yeah. movie. Kind of reminds me. Like, of can't that. they yeah. just drape some uh, human looking skin over? Oh, yeah, or maybe that's, that's even weirder. I don't know. Right. That would be pretty <laughs> weird. Catches fire in your front yard and it's just melting. Yeah. Kids will freak out. At least put like a human face on it, right? With like a wig, <laughs> and just just prop it on top. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's he got delivers the spider legs, <laughs> when he delivers the box, head. you can just put it over his head yeah. and dress him up. Well, now maybe they, maybe they ins- up, do you think the they install business. Alexa on there so it talks to you like in you know, your oh, I'll bet it does say something like yeah, "Thank you" or "How was yeah. your day, sir, ma'am." Oh well, all right, guys, that's our show for that's, today. That's the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Ending, ending back on the key point here, you know, we talked a lot about estate planning, you know, ideas for reverse mortgages, income planning, just some basic tips. And as always, if you have questions for us, head to our website, www.sglfinancial.com. You're probably there if you're listening to the show, but either way, if you're not, head to the website, go to the contact us page, fire us off your questions. Um, if you would like to schedule a time, I think it's very important. Get your questions answered. Start building a uh, sound retirement plan. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can just, again, contact us on the website or give us a call at 847-499-3331. And a real person will answer the phone. 3330-847-499. I'm so used to just giving out my own personal That's phone. That's right. They call you. All right. Let's try it again. They should Go. call you. Yeah, 847-499-3330. Good job. Is the main office line. And, of course, you can schedule a time to talk with myself, Steve. And uh, we'd love to spend some time here to get to know you. So, guys, uh, have a terrific week. We'll see you on our show next week. And uh, until then, stay well. Yeah. See, see you all. later. Okay, see ya. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847-499-3330 or visit us on the web at sglfinancial.com. And be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode.